Daddy, I love you. Hello, everyone. My name is Camilo Contento, aka Oli, and I will be taking over Mama's Code once a month to bring you a brand new segment to the show called The Daddy Takeover. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about becoming a father for the first time and how that changed my life. So let's get right to it. When I was 25, my lovely then girlfriend, now wife, waited for me to get home from work, be nice and relaxed in the room, and gently moved forward and said, I'm pregnant. I can't remember exactly how I reacted, but I didn't panic at the time. I think I smiled at her and just asked if she was lying and also if she was okay. However, back then, we lived with her parents. As you can probably imagine, she gave me the brilliant and heroic task of telling her parents. Now, that I wasn't looking forward to doing. That task definitely made me shit my pants a little but it had to be done. So as my mother-in-law was in Colombia, I started with my father-in-law. Thinking I was going to get beaten with a baseball bat, he definitely took the news better than I expected. Well, that's what he showed me, but Erica said he cried himself to sleep that night. Poor guy. Then Erica played a dirty move on me and called her mother in Colombia and said, mom, Oli has something to tell you. And then out of the blue, she passed the phone on video call to me so I could tell her the news. I know my swagger could see the fear in my face and she just stared at me with this cold look. She took it much better than my father-in-law and even said she had a feeling Erica was pregnant, which I guess is a marvelous instinct. After a few days, I found myself asking and trying to answer in my head from the smallest to the biggest questions. Will I make a good dad? What sex would the baby be? Do I make enough money to have a baby? Am I even ready? Am I going to lose my freedom? And then I'll go on a deep thought and start to overthink the whole situation. And with every question, I would come up with a million positive answers and a million negative answers. And I would end up asking more questions to then do it all over again. After a few weeks, the news that I was going to be a dad sank in and I was able to start enjoying the idea of being a dad. I became very protective and aware of Erica and the baby and I would do anything in my power to make sure she was fine and stress-free. As the months passed, the belly started to pop and when you feel that baby move, it becomes overwhelming. It was an amazing experience to feel Joel move for the first time, but also it made it more real. It's hard to explain, but because as a dad, we only see the mom go for pregnancy and don't actually get to feel the baby until they come out. When you do end up feeling kicks or moves, it gives you that extra connection to the baby and it makes it real. Fast forward to Labor Day, we had been in hospital for ages and I felt powerless to see Erica in so much pain and not being able to do anything about it. All I could do was to tell her to breathe and to try to be supportive, but they really get pissed off when you tell them that as they got a baby trying to push their head out of the vagina. So after a few more hours in labor, she finally gave birth to a little Joel. It was a tense moment because he was born underwater. So the midwife took him out, unwrapped the umbilical cord, from his neck and as soon as I heard the baby cry I started crying like a baby. It was the most emotional moment of my life. My heart was full of love for Erica and full of joy to have finally met the little guy who would push mommy's belly when he heard me speak or beatbox to him. After I got to cut the cord the mood all changed. The baby was wrapped in a towel and I was asked to give him skin to skin. This really confused me because from reading what normally happens at birth the mom gets to hold the baby and have a moment with him or her not the dad, so to be asked to give him skin to skin created massive confusion in my head. Erica was rushed out of the birthing pool and onto the bed and the midwife pressed what can only be described as a panic button. Twelve doctors and nurses rushed in to fill the room and all I could see was Erica being jabbed with needles, doctors running up and down, loads of commotion, then white towels being put down by her vagina and red towels being taken away. I could hear my mother-in-law praying softly next to me 
and the room just did not feel the same as it did five minutes before. I kept asking what was going on while holding on to Joel, in absolute belief that I was going to lose Erica that day. All I could barely hear was the midwife nervously repeating, don't worry, everything's going to be okay, but I'm not sure she believed her own words. After about 20 long and daunting minutes, the room started to quiet down and slowly the white coats and scrubs started to disappear until it was just the doctor looking after Erica, I think she was the doctor in charge, the midwife who guided Erica through labour and us and then I was told everything was going to be okay but this time I actually believed it and felt it. Baby was fine, Erica was on the road to recovery and everything is back to normal so that's when I took a long look at Joel and felt this massive happiness and mixed emotions inside of me. I was quite surprised of how good I was handling that tiny baby because that was definitely one of my fears. As time went by and Joel got used to the world around him our lives started changing and these changes were very hard to get used to. I think the change of sleep patterns were one of the hardest for me to adjust to because having fixed amount of hours of sleep during the night went out of the window. Now we had interrupted and sleepless nights, felt tired all the time, therefore also felt moody. We had to learn to take care of Joel and take care of ourselves while juggling all of this trying to keep our relationship alive. It was a few very hard couple of months in terms of getting used to having Joel around. I remember one day my patients got tested at around 2am. Joel woke up for a feed, so as we mixed fed, I woke up and gave him the bottle. After he had finished, he was very uncomfortable, but I couldn't understand why. He wouldn't go back to sleep and he kept making little noises like he was in pain or uncomfortable. I was extremely tired from the lack of sleep. My head was pounding, my body was hurting and my temper felt short. Normally I'm quite good at keeping patient, but that night I felt so much anger and frustration. I felt so much stress I really wanted to give up. I had to grab a stress ball and squeeze it for about 30 minutes, taking deep breaths to calm down. I didn't do anything to the baby for those of you worrying, but I did realize I had learned my first lesson as a parent. I had to learn to look out for me first so I could be 100% for Joel when it was my turn to take care of it. So from then on, I would try to sleep as much as I could, when I could, so I could be ready to cope with him whenever it was my turn. It's all about learning as our kids grow. It's funny because we are caring for them and teaching them, but at the same time, they are teaching us to become better people and better parents. Our relationship also changed. Our intimacy had to be adjusted due to the baby being here. We got into a lot more disagreements and silly arguments but we learned to communicate between us and we managed to sit down and talk about it and sort it all out. Having a baby puts your relationship to the test and it takes a lot of wisdom and openness to get through the hardest parts. As the months pass by we grow, learning a new lesson every day, becoming better and wiser parents. Some days are super hard, some days we want to run away, some days are actually not that bad but every day is a new lesson. The important thing is to remember to enjoy every minute of it because the day will come when they are not longer dependent of us and we are going to wish they were like they are now. So that's it for my first episode for this new segment called The Daddy Takeover. Let me know what you guys want to hear daddies talk about by using the hashtag MCTheDaddyTakeover on any of the Mama's Code posts on Instagram. Remember to check out the rest of the episodes if you haven't already and don't forget to follow at Mama's.Code to keep up to date with the new content. Thank you once again for listening. Until the next time, stay strong, keep up the good work. We are all on the same parenting boat. Peace out. Daddy, I love you.